Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hello, it's Chris Malone with 98.5 KTK with your morning show recap for Wednesday, November 16th, 2022. A lot of Thanksgiving chit-chat we had today, including the uh, nearly 3 million Floridians that say they are expecting to travel for the Thanksgiving Day weekend. It's about a 2% increase from last year, and it is expected to be the busiest weekend since 2005. So 17 years, we've had a little easy, and uh, this one, apparently, it's going to be a little bit busier. They say air travel is expected to be up by 15%, they being AAA. 89% of holiday plan- travelers plan to hit the road for the long holiday weekend, despite gas prices that are 20 cents a gallon higher this time than they were this time last year. Record inflation doesn't appear to be altering our plans. So if you are one of the ones that will be traveling, the uh, AAA warns that Wednesday afternoon before Thanksgiving and the Sunday afterwards are traditionally the busiest on the roads. If you can save a little bit of your co- your, uh, your 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 mind, uh, you may want to uh, perhaps leave earlier, maybe Monday or Tuesday uh, before Thanksgiving and head back either Saturday after Thanksgiving or even late on Monday. Taking an extra day off may not be a bad uh, move there. We talked a little bit about the history of the sweet potato casserole. Um, because, you know, with tradition, that's uh, something we always kind of implore with uh, with Thanksgiving. And, you know, it is to symbolize the first uh, meeting with the, with the uh, pilgrims from Europe and the uh, indigenous people of uh, North America, uh, which was the first Thanksgiving feast of 1621, which, by the way, had nothing to do with turkey. Probably was more seafood or venison or something like that. But in any case, today's menu has been tweaked a bit. With processed ingredients from the uh, 20th century, like canned cranberry. Ooh, I love the the piece that has the number on the back. Uh, box stuffing. Ooh, taste the salt on that one. Sweet potato casserole topped with ooey gooey mini mushrooms. Uh, marshmallows, not mushrooms. Marshmallows. Um, never been a fan of the marshmallows. And come to find out, that actually is one of the traditions that were created by a company. Uh, let's see. Sweet potatoes, actually, if you look at the first ever cookbook in North America, they actually list sweet potatoes as a dessert, not a main side. It was actually in 1917 where the Angelus Marshmallow Company came up with a bold way to promote their product. Up until 1917, marshmallows were a luxury treat, and uh, they, they was the market for the marshmallow was very small. So they wanted to find out how can we incorporate this into everyday Americans' feel food. So they got in contact with the Boston Cooking School, 
And they hired one of the instructors to create recipes that you use as everyday uh, ingredients that includes their marshmallows. One of the first recipes that were printed using marshmallows was mashed sweet potatoes baked with a marshmallow topping. So, yes, sweet potato casserole was born from corporate greed. Doesn't mean that you have to have the marshmallows on top of them or you can even add more or put something else on them. No big deal there on that one. Uh, saving money when you're hosting Thanksgiving, you know, it is uh, one of those things that we uh, especially uh, tend to think about is how much things cost these days. And, of course, the Thanksgiving Day meal is going to go up as well. So maybe a couple of ways for you to save a little bit of cash is uh, when you're shopping for your turkey. Maybe uh, you'll see the cheaper turkeys. You'll see the store brand turkeys. You'll see the super fancy ones that will have all this great marketing to tell you how much better and tender and juicier their bird will be. Well, that's not really necessarily true. Mainly how you cook it is depending on how juicy and tender the meat is. The bird itself, unless you're going completely organic, is pretty much going to be the same no matter where you particularly buy it from. Um, this is um, pretty interesting as well. Why not, instead of having turkey, have something else? Maybe there's a roast that's on sale or chicken or pork. It doesn't necessarily have to be turkey for Thanksgiving. I think anybody that has a meal that you prepare with love and it tastes good, I think it's going to be very, very helpful. Think about your Thanksgivings of past and be brutally honest with yourself. What got eaten? What got thrown away? What got fed to the dog? What was ignored? You want to 86 those items. No reason of wasting time and money on those if no one's going to eat them. And if adult beverages are part of your celebration, stick to one type of wine. Don't be afraid of the lower price bottles as well, because in most instances, your guests will never notice the difference between a $8 bottle of wine and a $58 bottle of wine. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Get to one of my favorite stories here today. I got over a couple of things. and It talks about the turkey, as you can tell this podcast is all about. Uh, because one uniquely American animal, native to North America, is the turkey. In fact, uh, it wasn't called the turkey um, originally, uh, one of the stories goes is that the British coined the frame, uh, coined the, the name after the nation of Turkey. And here's why. European colonies, they were in the Americas, and they domesticated turkeys kind of quickly, and they would ship them back across the Atlantic via shipping companies that originated in the eastern Mediterranean, everywhere from Egypt to Jordan to uh, 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 Palestine, uh, to Turkey, to Greece. All right? So that's where the shipping lines originated from. They would take the turkeys from the colonies across up to the British Isles. It was the British, because they thought that the, sh the ships were registered in the country of Turkey, decided that the bird was native to that country, and the name stuck. I'm sure you've also heard the story of Benjamin Franklin not being very happy and actually proposing to Congress that the national bird not be the bald eagle, but the turkey. And to tell you the truth, 
that is not accurate. Here is the story regarding the United States of America, founding father Benjamin Franklin, and the bold and noble Turkey. After the Continental Congress adopted the Declaration of Independence, its next task was to, well, we needed a government, we need a government situated, so why don't we work on a like a seal or something to represent the country? So they penned or uh, tasked Benjamin Franklin, John Adams, and Thomas Jefferson to come up with a seal for the United States of America. Now, the story goes that Franklin proposed the turkey over the bald eagle, and that's not true. Franklin actually proposed an image of Moses standing on the shore and his hand extending over the sea towards the Pharaoh who's sitting in an open chariot, along with the motto, rebellion to tyrants is obedience to God. And while the committee select uh, said that you know, they knew it was a, a, an actual a scripture uh, from the Bible, from the book of Exodus. Uh, they decided to hang on to that particular symbol, but they were going to use it on the reverse of the seal of the United States of America, not the front. And they actually tabled it at the time. Imagine Congress not doing anything, but even back then in the, in the beginning part of our country, they really didn't want to do anything about it. And to their excuse. I mean, they were in the middle of a war right now, so I guess finding out a seal wasn't really paramount to the national security. So it took uh, a few years years later to the Second Continental Congress back in June 20th, 1782. That is the Congress. Not Thomas Jefferson, not John Adams, not Benjamin Franklin. They came up with the bald eagle as being the national symbol of the United States. It was native to uh, to the Americas, uh, it was noble. Uh, it was a unique-looking bird, and these are things that the uh, the Congress thought should be representative of the United States. In fact, the folklore of Benjamin Franklin and the turkey actually didn't happen until after his death, and a hundred years later, during the centennial celebrations of the United States of America, Benjamin Franklin, back in 1784, two years after the bald eagle was made the U.S. symbol, penned a letter to his daughter Sarah, and it basically was a big vent session. He called uh, the bald eagle the bird of bad moral character that, quote, does not get his living honestly because he steals food from fishing hawks and it is, quote, too lazy to fish for itself. Pretty bad when you're thinking that the bald eagle is a symbol of the U.S. You're calling it uh, not getting an honest living and being lazy. In contrast, in this letter, Franklin called the turkey, quote, a much more respectable bird and a, quote, true original native to America, which he is correct. And while he considered the eagle a rank coward, Franklin believed the turkey to be, quote, a bird of courage that would not hesitate to attack a grenadier of the British guards who should presume to invade his farmyard with a red coat on. This was a private letter he wrote to his daughter. After her death, it became public. And during the centennials, the newspapers at the time published it because they thought it was a good letter. That somehow morphed into this idea that Benjamin Franklin actually petitioned Congress to make the turkey the national bird when he never even mentioned it to the Congress. It was a private matter. And then finally, we learned today about Thanksgiving. Let's revisit, since we're talking a lot about food, let's revisit the idea of a post-workout protein shake. The idea is with an anabolic window or a a metabolic window that uh, it's a good idea for you to consume high-quality protein immediately after your workout to rebuild and repair the muscle tissue that you broke down during your workout. And to be honest with you, it sounds good to me as well, but uh, it's not necessarily true at all. In fact, there's no proof 
that eating a high, good quality protein after your workout will immediately go to building muscle mass. No matter what bodybuilder tells you, whatever personal trainer tells you, there's no scientific proof to that. They say, rather, the total daily protein intake is much more important to your overall health and promoting exercise-induced muscle development. They say, as long as you've had a meal with three or four hours before your workout, you uh, when you eat after your workout is not important at all. The fact that you eat a well-balanced diet before and after is where you're going to get the key to your muscle growth. So there it is. Ta-da! Today's show, November 16th, 2022. I'm Chris Malone. Of course, I always welcome your feedback and comments. You can email those to me at C-M-A-L-O-N-E at odyssey.com, spelled A-U-D-A-C-Y. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 